Now, firstly, why do you believe that uh, Ms. Quinana's resignation is insincere? Well, she was on the ship the whole time. She directly interfered with procurement matters. She was prepared to appoint transaction advisors and then confine their bids and pay them 250 million bucks for a job that wasn't even necessary, for, well, for which a contractor wasn't necessary. She's been involved in the purging of very, very competent staff over an extended period, and now that the now that SAA is in trouble, she wants to jump ship. This is a selfish act of self-preservation, and uh, I don't think she has an ounce of integrity in doing that. She is a chartered accountant, and she should have known better at all times. Her behavior and Dudu Mieni's behavior and the rest of the board members that kept voting in favor of this preposterous behavior um, have to be brought to book. Now, you also said that you have a list of um, acts of misconduct against Ms. Guinana. What else did you find? Well, as a non-executive director, you're not supposed to directly interfere with the executive functions of the business. We have many, many, many examples where she, in fact, did do this. Um, And most notably, the latest BNP transaction, uh, she voted in favor of dubious amounts being paid. Now, no respectable director would do that. Now, you have to take into consideration that she's the head of the Audit and Risk Committee, and she is an admitted chartered accountant. So her level of conduct will be held to a very, very high standard in the near future. She has resigned. And um, what's going to happen now? How do you see this going forward with regards to SAA and Ms. Guinana? Her fingerprints are all over the cookie jar. She, ca- she cannot undo what's already been done. Her behavior is cast in stone. Her names and signatures are on the board resolutions. We have them with us. Uh, it's too late for her to undo that. She should have thought about that um, at the time she took these decisions. Will Alta as an organization be pursuing any further action? Yes, at this stage we're at uh, advanced stage of uh, bringing an application to have her declared a delinquent director. Um, Ms. Kunana is not fit to serve office. Uh, we also believe that her private businesses, because of her behavior as a director for a state-owned company, that it is unbecoming for the state to do business with her private companies as well. We know her firm, Quinana and Associates, um, has various contracts with the state, and we will be requesting Treasury to let them see out those contracts. But until... Um, an investigation has been completed against her to not allow the state to enter into any further business with her. You say the state, uh, do you mean SAA or do you mean other state entities? The state in general, her behavior within the state as a director for a state-owned company um, justifies the Treasury to take a position that no organ of state should enter into any business with any of her private businesses. Well, thank you so much for uh, detailing that for us, Outer's Director of Legal Affairs, Ivan Herselman. And for more on this, we join on the line now by Ms. Yake Quinana uh, to tell us her side of the story. Ms. Quinana, thanks for speaking to us this morning.
Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to the listeners. Well, you heard what Mr. Herselman of Alta had to say. Why resign now? Uh, the reason for my resignation, as stated in my letter uh, to the minister and to the chairperson, I clearly stated that there is a fear of SAA going to a business rescue. And the minister is not giving SAA the government guarantee. And therefore, if the minister is not giving SAA the government guarantee, SAA will not be in a position to continue uh, to exist. And therefore, for me, as a director, it's very risky. And yes, it's true, I was uh, uh, responsible for audit and risk committee, and hence I weighed the risk. And also in my letter, I stated that the risk of my stay at SAA is too high. So, and in respect of what uh, uh, your, 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 your invite has said, the discussions are recorded on the dates and minutes of SAA, and they will be made available in the court of law when it is required to do so. The secretariat will make them available. The reasons for the appointment of the NP and all what happened are stated there. And what I said is also recorded in respect of the NP. And my company and I belong to SAICA and IRPA. Both organizations have got strong legal departments and will investigate before striking me off the road. And I am confident that they will find out that I did apply my professional judgment in arriving at the decisions uh, that we arrived at in respect of the NP until the cancellation of that uh, of that assignment. And that's part of the criticism being leveled against you, because it has been said that you've been uh, on the SAA board since 2009. And right now, it seems as though your primary interest is yourself, as opposed to what goes on with uh, the entity. The primary interest is not only on myself. In my letter of resignation, I did state that if we do not get a guarantee, which the minister is saying needs to give it to the new board. I stated that I choose to resign than to see SAA folding under my watch with 9,000 jobs being lost because of my holding onto the position of a board member at SAA. So which means that I also did consider the 9,000 jobs that are going to be lost if the minister is saying he is only going to give uh, the guarantee to the new board members. So basically, I am making it easy for the minister to appoint the new board members so that he can release the guarantee and save SAA and save the 9,000 jobs. So what does that mean? Are you saying that the minister is not uh, releasing the guarantee because of the composition of the board? What we read from the newspapers is that the minister is not releasing the guarantee because he wants to release the guarantee under the new board. 
So for me, being the member of the old board, that means the minister wants to put in the new board and issue the guarantee. So that is my thinking. And in fact, I also stated this thinking in the resignation letter. Ms. Quinana, is SAA on the brink of liquidation? Uh, Sakina, if the minister does not issue the guarantee, I would confidently say yes, because everybody knows, all South Africans know that for SAA to continue to exist, the minister must issue a guarantee. So would you say that the woes of SAA are being compounded by a political uh, power plays? I don't know, Sagina, what is the reason for the minister not to issue the guarantee. I would not be in a position to answer that. One of the things you said is that one of the most pressing concerns is the threat by Hong Kong's tax authorities that could ground SAA planes in Hong Kong, and that could have a knock-on effect in other areas as well. How did we get to this point? How did SAA get there? As the Hong Kong authorities, when submitting the tax returns, there's a stage where you need to also submit the audited financial statement. And we did submit the tax return as SAA, and Hong Kong authorities did not accept the tax return because they want the tax return to be accompanied by the audited financial statement. I must also state that the audit of 2015 was finalized, and the audit of 2016 is also finalized. SAA is only waiting for the government guarantee to issue those audited financial statements. So, and you also speak that this might happen elsewhere. Where else do you foresee uh, the risk of this happening as well? Um, The Ghana, for instance, they say uh, all entities that trade with them uh, must issue, uh, must comply by 31st of December 2016. And as part of compliance, audited financial statements uh, are required. And if we are talking about Hong Kong, we are all talking about Ghana. I'm saying it may also trigger the same requirement for other uh, countries to which South African Airways fly. So uh, these among some of the reasons where you, why you have decided to leave now. Do you think, um, as it stands right now, and uh, just before your resignation, would you describe that SAA board as functional? Uh, SAA board, as it is, is non-compliant in respect of its memorandum of incorporation. The memorandum of incorporation wants a minimum of five directors. At the moment, SAA has only got four directors. And the MOI also states that most of those must be the non-executive directors. At the moment, SAA has got 50% executive directors and 50% non-executive directors. And the total is four instead of five. So it is non-compliant with the memorandum of incorporation. 
Well, Ms. Quinana, unfortunately, we have to leave it there. We've got to go to news. Um, Ms. Yake Quinana there, uh, who is, of course, uh, um, she's now resigned as member of the South African Airways Board. And Kumbuzile Tabete is standing by with the 7.30 news headlines. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Thank you, Sakina.